Welcome to the Believer's House, your home to all things Christian living. What's up, everyone? I'm so sorry that I'm so bad at keeping these episodes coming at a consistent rate. Uh, I'll admit it, I am horrible at this. I've had a lot going on, but that still just doesn't justify at how bad I've been at staying consistent with these. But now that I have a little bit more time on my hands, I'm going to try my best uh, to stay consistent for you guys. And just because I have a lot of fun doing this and, you know, when God gives me these messages, I feel like they help me so much and I feel like they help y'all as well. And I'm going to do a better job at staying consistent. So first off, I want to apologize for that. Uh, Second of all, I've had a lot of changes going on in my life. Uh, I moved to a new city. I was living in Wilmington, North Carolina, and now I'm living in Raleigh. Uh, I got blessed with the opportunity to take an internship at a church, uh, Crossroads Fellowship, here in Raleigh in their uh, youth and college ministry at their Wake Forest location. And so far, it's just been such an amazing opportunity to be able to just make an impact uh, in this next generation's uh, lives here in this area. And also just being poured into uh, by the staff and the elders here. It's just been su- such an amazing opportunity that I'm so glad that I took. Uh, I'm also playing semi-pro basketball on the side too. Uh, it's so crazy how it happened because uh, I got to play in a celebrity basketball game uh, a few weeks ago. And from that, uh, I got the opportunity to play on this semi-pro team. And it's just been such a fun time as well. So I really got to do the two things that I love the most, which is basketball and ministry. And for those of you uh, who may not know, I did play Division One basketball. Uh, and I had multiple Division One offers to go back and play. But God really put it on my spirit uh, to say, no, your time in college basketball is done. And I'm calling you to a new area in your life, into a new chapter, a new season of your life. And at first I was like, yo, hold on, God. Like, I spent so much time, so much effort busting my butt to get here. And now you're going to tell me it's time to go somewhere else? Nah, ain't happening, dog. Ain't happening, dog. Uh, But God just really allowed my spirit not to rest until I finally gave in and uh, just gave into his will and surrendered to him and took this opportunity. And let me tell you, I'm really glad (laughs) that I took this opportunity because it's just, I've just found more joy being in this season of my life than I found, you know, in college basketball, not saying that college basketball wasn't a fun experience because it was some of the best four years of my life. But at this time, God is really saying, you know, that chapter in your life is done and your interests have changed. Your spirit has changed. And now it's time for your environment to change. And now he's done that for me. And he's blessed it in ways that I could have never imagined. And I'm just so thankful uh, he's done that for me. And right now, I just feel like I'm in a season of preparation for another chapter 
that he has uh, ahead for me. But I'm not focused on that next chapter right now. I'm focused on this chapter right now because God has called us to live in today, not tomorrow because tomorrow has its own worries, but live in today. Be where your feet are and look and see what I am doing in you and through you today. And eventually tomorrow will come. But that's not the main point of my episode today. The main point of my episode today is keeping it real. Keeping it real with God and keeping it real with each other. Uh, Throughout my whole life, I used to care so much about what people thought. I cared so much about my appearance because I wanted the approval and acceptance of others. And I only told them or posted about the good parts of my life, the highlights of my life that look good, that look flashy, uh, that look sexy, all this and that. And on the inside, I was really broken because I kept holding on to these things in shame because I didn't want anyone to find out. And uh, eventually it led to me doing the same things in my relationship with God. I would hold back feelings from God. I would say, yeah, God, yeah, let's do this. But in reality, <laughs> the way I was feeling, I was like, God, I don't know. I I don't know if you're doing this right right now. You know, God, I'm angry at you. I'm angry at you because I wanted it to go this way and it went the other way. And it just caused so much bitterness in my relationship with God for a while that I just went through the motions and uh, it really just never stayed authentic in my uh, walk with God and just in my relationships with people. But uh, just through his grace, he really uh, showed me how important it is to just, just keep it real. Because at the end of the day, keeping it real is so much better than putting on a fake version of yourself. Because in the end of the day, you're keeping yourself in that prison that you want to escape from. But you can't expect God to free you from that prison if you're not willing to surrender to him and surrender all of yourself to him. So, like I said, it's so important to be 100% open and honest with God about your sins, about your feelings, about everything. Because, one, God already knows. He sees everything. He's planned your whole life out. He knows you better than you know yourself. He knit you in your mother's womb. You know, you think you know yourself, but you probably only know 80% of yourself. God knows everything about yourself because there are some things about our lives that we don't see that get exposed whenever other people see. And then that's when we finally see it. But God sees it all. He sees it all, and there's no hiding from him. Uh, And two, God tells us to surrender all to him so we can be free, whole, and complete. You know, how can we be set set free uh, from the things we struggle with uh, when we still hold on to these things from God? You know, this walk is a walk of surrender, not a walk of performance. You know, it, it took so long for me to... Uh, grasp that and still sometimes I still struggle with grasping the fact that I can't earn anything from God 
Everything I receive from God is out of his goodness and his grace. You know, I'm not entitled to anything because honestly, I don't deserve God. But God says, you know what? I'm so good. I love you so much that I still will be faithful to you. And I will still take care of you as long as you continue to come to me. But 100% of yourself to me, not this fake version of yourself to me. And we see this in 1 John 1, 9. It says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us for our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. You know, all God wants is your honesty. He wants you to be uh, hot, humble, open, and transparent. And I got that from Michael Todd, and it's so good because that's really all God wants. He wants you to be honest with with him. He wants you to be open. He wants you to surrender a hundred percent to you. And he says he is just, he is a just God. He knows right and wrong and God is right. And with him being just him having that knowledge of right and wrong and that, and just that purity to always be right out of his grace, he will forgive us for our sins because he promised that to us, the believers and he promised to purify us from all unrighteousness, to make us holy, to separate us from the world, and to make us right with him and in the image of Christ. To make us whole and complete, to give us shalom, peace, to find fullness in him. But in order to be free, we have to be 100% known. You see, if you're 99% known and 1% unknown, you are still unknown because that one percent is that one percent that is keeping you uh, chained up in that prison in that bondage that you think god is going to be mad at you for but really god is wanting to free you from but you can't be freed from it if you don't surrender it you know god has opened the door for you to be freed but you're the one that's still staying inside of that cell with that one percent surrender it all to him Because he says he is uh, gracious enough to forgive us for our sins, for the way that we feel towards him sometimes. And don't lie. I won't lie. I have feelings against God sometimes. I feel angry at him. I doubt him. I don't want to listen to him. But at the end of the day, whenever I tell God about that, he is faithful enough to reassure me, to let me know that everything is in his care, everything is in his hands, and he is not going to do anything to harm me. Sometimes he may discipline me. Sometimes he may allow me to go through a season of brokenness to humble me, but he's not going to harm me because everything that hurts, he turns into glory. He turns into something beautiful. He turns our broken pieces into masterpieces. And so the sooner you surrender that 1% to God, so you can be 100% known, the sooner you will be free from that prison that you have been trying to escape from. You know, Proverbs 28, 13 says, Whoever conceals their sins does not prosper, but the one who confesses, and renounces them, finds mercy. They find mercy in God. 
God is a God of mercy. Yes, he is a God of love. He is a just God. He is a jealous God, but he is a merciful God as well, especially to his uh, his children who are the believers. He is merciful to forgive us, to change us, to give us the joy and the fulfillment that we have always been looking for. But us, we are so hard headed. I know for me, I'm stubborn as a mule. We are so hard headed. We think we know everything. But really, we just end up hurting ourselves even more. And God is just like, I'm, I'm trying to help you. But you're just being so hard headed. You know, you, you don't want to help yourself. You know, one of my favorite pastors, Mark Driscoll, he says there has to be a change in the want to before there's a change in the how to. You know, and whenever you really want something, you will do whatever it takes to get it. So if you truly want freedom. You have to do whatever it takes in surrendering it all, letting go of all control and trusting God in order to get true freedom. See, because being 100 percent known frees us from this unnecessary pressure of performance to be the perfect Christian, taking off this disguise that we have it all together. You know, you can fool somebody else, you know, on Instagram or by uh, surface level. Uh, conversation that you have it all together that life is great but you can't fool God you can't fool him because he already knows he sees the parts of you that nobody else sees he knows the feelings that you have that nobody else knows about so the thing about God like I said is you can't earn anything from God you see, we put so much unnecessary pressure on ourselves to be able to perform and earn God's blessings because in our society, it is revolved around you have to earn everything you get. You, if you perform well, you get good things. But if you don't, you don't get good things. But with God, God says it doesn't matter whether you perform well or bad. Out of my goodness, out of my graciousness, the gifts you receive is unearned. But all you have to do is receive it because I am such a good father to you. You don't have to prove yourself to me because through my son, Jesus Christ, you have already been approved once you give your life to me. Once you believe in what he did on the cross for you, you don't have to prove yourself anymore because you miss that judgment that all the other unbelievers will receive. You are now my child and you are now in my care so you don't have to prove yourself to me because i've already accepted you into my kingdom into my family see so whenever we confess to god it's not only confessing to god but we have to trust other believers who are our friends and our mentors you know you don't have to go out here and go expose yourself all over social media all over tiktok put all of your problems on there to make everybody have a pity party for you or just to get attention because so many people in our generation uh, will expose themselves for the wrong motives because we are so desperate for attention for approval we will do anything to get that and really we end up exposing ourselves and hurting ourselves more because of the wrong motives 
You know, it could have been the right action, but with the wrong motives. You know, you could have executed it in the wrong way. See, God tells us to confess to one another as believers uh, in James 5.16. He says, therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other to be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. You see, so God says, not only confess your sins to me, confess your sins to each other. Because I have given you community uh, as believers, as a whole kingdom. I've given you community right here to walk with each other, to carry each other's burdens. But, you know, because I know, God knows it's hard for us to walk fully in faith because we can't truly see him. So he gives us that physical community of believers around us to kind of, in a way, prove to us, like, hey, you know, these are my people. They are in the image of me and you are in the image of me. And I've called you to carry each other's burdens, just like I walk with you and carry your burdens as well. So whenever you do confess your sins or your feelings to somebody, you know, do it to somebody you trust, you know, and then pray for each other to be healed from that. Because God says where two or more are gathered, I will be there. And the prayers of a righteous person uh, are powerful and effective. You know, God hears those prayers. And most times they won't go unanswered if you're asking for healing in your spirit from him. So whenever you're keeping it real, uh, it's what positions you to receive God's grace. Because you can't earn it. So why are you trying to hide it? You know, like I've constantly been saying you know this walk isn't a walk of performance but it's a walk of surrender you know god tells us to surrender because whenever you're walking in performance you feel like you have to earn it and so you're not surrendering it but surrender puts you in the posture of receiving the grace that god wants to give you the unearned the undeserving gift of grace that God is giving you. But you can't posture yourself to receive that as long as you continue to hold on to this thought of I have to prove myself to God. I have to make it look like to God that I have it all together. Because you will never be healed in your pro broken places by having that mindset. So hide in God, not from God. See, because Adam and Eve tried to hide from God in the Garden of Eden, whenever they sinned because of their shame, because of their guilt. But God was still gracious enough to make sure they were taken care of before they still faced their consequences. He was still gracious enough as a good father to make sure they were taken care of because they brought death, sin and death into the world. And you would think that they would be the first ones that would be deserving to die, right? No. Because God killed an animal and made skins, made clothes for them to make sure they were taken care of before they faced their consequences. So although they did what they did, God reassured them that, yes, I was disappointed, but I will always be there to care for you. And I would rather you hide in me than hide from me. 
you see, so from this, you see that your actions will be forgiven, but that doesn't mean there still aren't physical consequences you face. You know, I'm reading a book right now called One Perfect Life by John MacArthur, where he's explaining the life of Jesus and everything that led up to it. And in one of the pages, it says, as believers, sin doesn't bring spiritual death to us, but it does bring physical death because we've already been forgiven for our sins as believers. But that physical death, it still comes. Those consequences still come that we bring on ourselves. You know, those consequences of the feelings of doubt, of depression, of shame, uh, and then putting ourselves in situations that we were never meant to be in, situations that could end up hurting us, that God wanted to protect us from. But because of our sin, we allowed ourselves to go into those situations of physical death. So while there is also forgiveness, there are also consequences as well. And that doesn't mean God is mad at you because he's still going to be there guiding you and caring for you every every step of the way. But God still disciplines his children because he loves you. You know, sometimes you have to learn your lesson. You have to learn your lesson the hard way. But at the end of the day, God takes those broken pieces and makes them into a masterpiece. So whenever you're talking to God, he wants the real and authentic version of you, not the half version that you show to everyone else on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, on Snapchat. He doesn't want that fake version of you. He wants the real, humble open and transparent the hot version of you because God calls us to be his children and to surrender all to him like I've been saying this whole time just surrender it all be authentic with him because he wants the authentic children Not the fake children of performance that feel like they have to work their way to heaven. But he wants the children of faith who believe although we have sinned and fallen short of the glory, our sins have still been forgiven and we are made new by the blood of the Lamb, Jesus Christ. So stay authentic, stay genuine, stay honest with God. You see, David was honest with God throughout all of Psalms. He told God how he felt. He told God what he did. And David faced those consequences of physical death, of shame, of guilt, of those feelings. He even told, was telling God that I don't even feel you right now. Where are you, God? But then God gives him that reassurance that I'm here with you always. I am close to the brokenhearted. I will never leave or forsake you. See, so if God was faithful to you before you came to him, before you gave your life to him, he'll always stay faithful to you, especially now that he has you. Now that he has you, you don't have to earn your way to him because he's already accepted you into his family. He's not leaving you. Although you may try to leave him sometimes, he is not leaving you. He is going to stay faithful to you until the wheels fall off. You know, we've met plenty of people who haven't stayed faithful to us. 
We met plenty of people who automatically dropped us the second we made a mistake. But that's not God. God is so much better than that. God is the example of the person that we've always been looking for our whole lives. God is that one we've been looking for our whole lives, but we've been too busy trying to find him in other people rather than trying to find him in him. So God is always faithful to you through thick and thin, through better or for worse. You know, so you don't have to perform your way to God. All you have to do is posture yourself to receive who he is. So I want to leave you with three things before I leave, before we end this episode. One, tell God exactly how you feel. Just tell him. Because you're going to be holding on to these feelings. You're going to be holding on to this chain that you're so afraid to tell God how you feel. But how can he reassure you if you won't tell him how you feel? Let him know. He wants to hear it. He is your father. He wants you and all of you. He wants to hear your feelings. He cares about your feelings. Your feelings are valid to him. And he will give you that reassurance that you are looking for when you tell him. Secondly, tell God what you've done. Tell him. Let him know. He already knows. So don't hide from him. But hide in him. Take refuge in him. I also, with telling God, tell each other as well as believers, as the kingdom. So you may come together and carry each other's burdens. And lastly, posture yourself to receive who God is, to receive his grace, his love, his mercy, and his peace. Because he freely gives it to you. When you continue to hold on to this, to this thought of I have to prove myself to him, you never posture yourself to receive the undeserving gifts that he's given us. So posture yourself, surrender yourself so that you may be able to receive what he wants to give you. So God desires the 100% real, authentic raw version of you the beauty and the ugly and he is faithful to stay with you through all of it and to heal you and redeem you from all of it and make you holy righteous and give you peace thank you guys for listening to this episode i look forward to posting more consistent content and i'm just so thankful for you guys Thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode. Hey, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please be sure to subscribe to my channel. I'll be uploading content on here every weekend. 
Also, follow my Instagram at jbsmooth3.0 and my TikTok at jbsmooth32. There, you can let me know of any topics you would like to hear about. And finally, share this with a friend. You may never know if they need to hear this. Hope to see you next episode, and God bless.